Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. And here comes Seti Osman down by 11. Nice job by Gobert getting back defensively and then blocking Osman at the rim. Wow, what a play. Three on one break. Cross court pass. Bogdanovich for three. Boyan. Yeah, he was just making the right plays, you know, and I think that's that's the biggest thing, you know, him just continuing to be aggressive, and that's not always score. Uh, for him, we just want to continue to be aggressive, you know, not not really overthink it. And tonight was with the pass, you know, some games it's scoring, but tonight he did a good job of both. There you go. The Jazz, as expected, have no problem dispatching the hapless Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cleveland Cavaliers on a good day are not that good at 17 and 44. And without their nucleus of their team, I mean, they were missing Andre Drummond, uh, Tristan Thompson. uh, Garland is a young guard that they're trying to build around. He and Sexton. Sexton had a nice game. 32 points for the Cavs, but the Jazz win easily. You know, I think that the thing that I like here is that guys were doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, that's why I wasn't so worried. If in terms of for, uh, to Bogdanovich's game, if we're worried about him making shots, well, it's only a matter of time before he's going to make shots. It's not someone who is going to be slumping forever or for three, four weeks. And obviously he didn't. I mean, he's 10 for 19, 5 of 10 for 3. The Jazz made 20. Well, they go 20 of 41. That's like 48% from 3. Free and easy, making the ball move the way it's supposed to. When you look at the prototypical Jazz win, this is exactly what it was. You had Joe Ingles. Now, he's not a high-volume shooter, obviously. He only took, what did he take, uh, two shots, made one of them, and had a couple of free throws. But he had eight assists, right? So he's playing 29 minutes. He's moving the ball, three rebounds, uh, chipping in there. So you got that going on, right? And Clarkson doing his thing. You know, he didn't go crazy, but he made half of his 10 shots. And then you look at Conley. Conley was solid. Donovan Mitchell was not spectacular. They didn't need him to be spectacular. A Gobert, and yeah, probably had a, one of his better games in a while. Uh, eight of nine with 20 points and nine boards, five blocks. Who is this Porter dude? I'm watching the game. And this Porter, like three times, tried to challenge Gobert. I don't know. Don't you pay attention to any form of a scouting report? I'm watching this game. I'm thinking, son, what are you thinking? Well, It's not going to happen for you. There are young guys who come into the league, have heard about the reputation of Rudy Gobert, PK, and it feels like they're all like, okay, I'm going to get one over on this guy. And then Rudy's just like, yeah, okay, you can think that, but it's not actually <laughs> going to happen. No, and it didn't happen. Obviously, it didn't happen. It wasn't going to happen. Gobert was very active. So... I asked a question to you out there in Radio Land. That's two in a row. Is it just two crummy teams? Because they did lose to crummy teams before. And they got crummy teams coming up again. So uh, you think that they found something? Uh, just playing sim- Is it simply playing better? Or is it just simply beating lousy competition? Or is it somewhere in between? We'll get to that next. But the Jazz do what they did. They needed to get that win. And they got it. And then our stars beating the South Lake South Bay Lakers. South Bay, that's my old stomping grounds where I used to live. Here in this arena, for franchise record, 9,400 folks. Now, that was some form of a, a autism awareness night autism that they had going on. Yeah, last night, yep. Yeah, so, uh, you know. Special that, uniforms. Yeah, so uh, good for that. They got the Santa Cruz Warriors. Uh, do we know, is uh, Curry playing in that game? 
I do not know. Because he, he did play. He practiced with he them practiced, yesterday. practiced, I guess you're yeah. right. He practiced. But that's the Warriors uh, team just down it's the uh, road there. Yeah. And uh, so, man, that would be something if Steph Curry came. Have him playing at Salt Lake Community College. <laughs> Well, we'll have to we'll have to check that out. See if we can find that on the internet because he's about to come back. We'll get to that here a little bit right now with your NBA. Hashtag NBA. Westbrook at the right wing. Two seconds. Pull up at the foul line. Missed off the front of the rim twice. Knicks win the ball game. 125-123. The Knicks winners over the Rockets, ending their six-game losing streak. And what a game for RJ Barrett, matching his rookie best with 27. Finally, after years, we have a legitimate reason to talk Knicks basketball. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> the hapless Knicks, they rise up for one night anyway and beat the Houston Rockets. I just said, coming into uh, this segment or leading out, finishing off the last one, I guess it was, that I did not expect the Knicks to put up much of a fight and that I went and looked and saw it was a close game as I'm watching the Jazz game and checking my phone for other scores and thinking, oh, well, something's happening with Westbrook and Harden. They're not playing. Well, they did play. Uh, 39 minutes for Harden, 37 for Westbrook. He had the game-tying free-throw line jumper that did not go down. Uh, You know, they scored 123 points, so they could score more, obviously, but they basically did what they did. They didn't have the greatest shooting night. Uh, Harden was only 8 of 22. Uh, they shot 41% as a team, and then the threes were way off. They were, for those two anyway, Westbrook doesn't shoot that many. He was one for three, and Harden was three for 13, so it's at four for 16. Uh, and Eric Gordon, only four of 11. But, you know, they did play, and the Knicks got him. How about that? The Knicks. Just heard about R.J. Barrett, the young fellow out of Canada via Duke, with uh, what did he, the announcer said his uh, career high. 27, even better. Let him go off for 27. He's probably not going to be able to go off again because we know that the Jazz got those guys tomorrow night. I think they flew out uh, last night. They were talking about after the game. And so they spent today in New York and then tomorrow. So they should be fully rested. That shouldn't be an issue. But I think as far as the Jazz goes, they've got to get that game too. Uh, losing to the Knicks would be something, you know, the, the Rockets did it, but. If you lose to them, you just give it right back because you still trail the Rockets by game. So you picked up a game on the Rockets in the race for fourth place. Jazz are still three full games back of the Clippers. And the Clippers and Nuggets are tied identically 41 and 19 for second and third. And you looking like you're either going to be, well, I guess the, I'd give it uh, three spots at this point as far as the Jazz goes. I'd give it to fourth fifth or sixth because they're a game behind the Rockets but they're only a game in front of the Thunder and really they're only two games ahead of the Mavs so I suppose they could fall back to seventh place and doesn't look like that would be likely but it's possible and then Memphis is uh, Jazz are like eight games clear of those guys so that's not going to happen as far as falling all the way to eighth but that's something to keep an eye on, and they've got to make sure that they get this game tomorrow to keep pace and see if you can find a way to uh, get Houston. If you got super hot, maybe you can, and one of the, either the Clippers or Nuggets took on an injury or they got super cold, maybe you can get that going on. 
So that was a big game for uh, the Jazz and the Rockets as far as that goes, Jazz being able to pick up a game. Another stunner last night was the, uh, maybe, not, maybe not a stunner, but the Miami Heat playing host to the Bucks. The Bucks had been rolling, and our guy, Anto DeCumbo, had one of his worser games, did he not? Yeah, he wasn't very good at all. Had an off game, yeah. Yeah. For, Which he for, normally is on. Yeah, the way that kid has been playing this year. I mean, geez, he's really amazing with that. Uh, just take at the free throw line, he does that spin, and then he takes one step, and he's on top of the rim for the dunk. And he was only 6 of 18. He didn't make a three-pointer all four. Had 15 boards, but only 13 points. So the Bucks still looking really good to have the best record, not only in the East, but in the West. But the Heat, you know, they're a formidable team, particularly at home. Uh, so they pick up a nice win by beating the Bucks there. And then you had, uh, let's see, the Blazers, they won. Pace Portland with 41 points. C.J. McCollum just said that he's officially, I think he tweeted out, he's taking a break from signing autographs because of the virus that's going on. Well, there was a memo apparently going out that t- yeah. the NBA as a whole is saying, hey, slow your roll on that. Although uh, Kimball Walker said he would probably still sign, he just said that he would he may carry his own pen or marker. Yeah, you're not, so he's not exchanging yeah, it off, uh, yeah. the contact with other folks, as that's something that will continue to be monitored. And then we just said Steph Curry was back practicing, and I think he should come back. And the Warriors are going nowhere, but people pay a lot of money ahead of time to watch these guys. I mean, you put down the money for season tickets, you're obviously putting down the money ahead of time. And so why not if you can play? Uh, I don't I just, I don't know that anybody at the top of this draft is just going to just dominate. And whoever it is, as far as the Warriors are looking, they're looking to get back on top next season. So uh, I wouldn't, for me, I wouldn't be so concerned about that. And I would try to get him back because they're saying that he could come back. Well, it was supposed to be last week. Then they said no. Now they're saying, because he had that broken left hand, now they're saying he can come back Thursday against the Raptors. So my guess is that he would not be playing with Santa Cruz, but that would be sort of cool if he did. The place all of a sudden would be uh, packed to get an opportunity to see Steph Curry. But getting Steph Curry back for the Warriors, I think, is important for Warrior fans. Not so much necessarily for the Warriors. Tonight, we got Clippers and Thunder. Team ahead and team behind the Jazz. That's at 6 o'clock, and that's on TNT, right? And then at uh, right after that is uh, 76ers and Lakers. As the Lakers look like they're going to continue to hold on to first place in the Western Conference. That's your NBA on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hashtag college basketball. BYU moving up to 15th in the newest AP poll that was released yesterday. That's up a couple of spots. How about that, man? The Cougars in the top 15. That's pretty sweet, 16. <laughs> see what I did? <laughs> I like it. We'll see if they're able to get there. But and the pressure is mounting now that... It's about winning in the NCAA tournament. It's not about getting there because that is pretty much guaranteed that you're going to get there because the most you can lose between now and then is one game. <laughs> going forward, the most losses you can have going forward is two. Right? 
if you lost in the conference tournament, either Correct. in the semis or finals, and then in the NCAA tournament, where obviously it's a one-and-done situation if you lose. But good for the Cougars. Getting some love there nationally. We'll see how we uh, are going to be. What are we, uh, 12 days away from Selection Sunday? Excited. Excited to have a team in the mix again. Haven't had a team in the mix for a while. And then to see going look like they're going to get a seed that's fairly advantageous, certainly in the first round. Seed-wise, I don't know necessarily point spread-wise out of Vegas because I don't know who it's going to be. But seed-wise, you should be favored. You're going to be the better seed, uh, I would think. Something drastic would have to happen there for it not to happen. Sitting as a six seed currently. Yeah, and so, you know, six, obviously, uh, you got that opportunity there. What's that What's that play out to the 11th? Yeah, 6-11. Uh, in, yeah. in the first round there, and then if the seats hold, you'd get the third seed. So uh, it's going to be tough to get to the Sweet 16, but shouldn't be as tough, obviously, to get the first win in a while because you haven't been there, what, in four years? That would be great. And then Weber, man, they're on a down season. They lost to Idaho State in Ogden, and they are currently 7-11, uh, 11-18 overall. At your college basketball, I'd hear on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hashtag college football. Yeah, love Chaz. Um, obviously, the uh, he's all part of the team, and he's here, but he's not going to be participating in spring. And pretty much uh, he's got to go through a process, you know, and... and uh, that's probably the most I can say right now at this point, and I think it'd be inappropriate for me to say any more than that, but that we love him and, and we'll support him as much as we can. All right, that's Kalani Sataki as spring ball opens, and the Cougars have some legal issues there. Obviously, Chaz Ayu was pulled over, what was it, a couple weeks back now? Almost, was it a month ago or so? Yeah, it was early February. Uh, yeah, so uh, we'll see. What, I think he was going to play and play a lot. Uh, he was not going to participate in spring ball. What, did he have a shoulder issue? Is that what it was? He underwent shoulder yeah. surgery, so he wasn't participating regardless. He wasn't going to play. But this uh, legal situation also. Yeah, and uh, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, For me, see what the legal uh, process says. And as far as BYU's sake, I've said, I'll keep saying it, extend as much mercy as possible. At the same time, have an accountability for your actions. And once the legal folks get involved, that is a whole lot worse I guess or different at least but probably worse than some honor code violation that isn't against the law and we know what that tends to be <clears throat> you know so here I think that certainly in those situations they should extend as much mercy as possible and you'd have more mercy to extend but once the law gets involved you have to take consequences and that to me that goes beyond the honor code that'd be something that would be any university would have to be involved in that when you get pulled over for suspected whatever it is and we know with his situation so we'll see what happens there I think the uh, probably what's going to happen as we see historically for BYU is they sit out a season and then they come back we're seeing that with Neil Powell who I think can be an excellent addition to BYU's receivers core because they're going to need him they lost what three receivers and Powell is a player who wasn't cleared I guess for insurance purposes but he's expected that he did speak to the media uh, on that and you can uh, go online and hear him speak if you're interested to get his authority of his own we got the sound up so we got that going on so spring ball you know obviously we're going to follow the quarterbacks see what they do there uh, and then Devontae Henry Cole hasn't officially graduated so he can't be there right yeah he'll be so there he'll be there in, in August yeah well he'll show probably show up in May and work out off season with right him, but, but as far as uh, the official team activities practices yeah so we got to check uh, out that because they need some production out of the ground game. So we'll see what happens there. And then for Utah, 
Well, I think they got some bad news, too. Sione Lund, is that the kid out of Brighton? Correct. Yeah, linebacker, went to Stanford. Stanford. Yep. And Dante Barton, suspended indefinitely for a violation of team rules. While Max's Tupai has uh, some private matters that he's not participating. I think Tupai will play if he, whatever, I have no idea what those personal issues are. If he can get back, I mean, he would be expect because he was... Uh, him and Tafua, I think, were going to anchor the defensive uh, end spots as they obviously took big hits graduation-wise there. So we'll see how that goes. And, and that quarterback battle, Kyle said that Cam Rising had the upper hand in day one. Long way to go. They got 15, 14 more, and then they'll have 20-some uh, practices in training camp in August when they name a starter. It makes sense that Rising would be a little bit of a head since he has been in the program for a while and the other kid, Bentley, is brand new. So that's something to watch. I don't think anything's going to be decided in spring ball, but it's certainly something to watch. And if they're outside, practices are open, you can go up there. Anybody can go up and uh, if they're outside in the practice fields, they let you lean against the fence there on the east side of the field. If you've been up there to practice, you know what I'm talking about. So we'll get to follow that there. And obviously anything that happens that's noteworthy, we'll have it right for you here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Hashtag NFL. I'm optimistic just to be able to be a Kansas City Chief for a long time. I think the best thing about this team and this organization is as they handle things the right way and they do things the right way. And so for me, obviously I'm optimistic of, of getting that contract and extending it and my time in Kansas City, but I'm going to just go about being who I am just like I have since the beginning, since I was the backup until now, and that's to go out there and love this game, treat people the right way, and all that stuff handles itself. Well, yeah, Mr. Mahomes, you play like you play, you're going to be even richer. Whatever they can offer you, you're going to get offered because I don't know with uh, quarterbacks coming in and quarterbacks developing, I don't know that I can definitively declare you the best quarterback in the NFL, but right now I can't think of anybody who's better, particularly in the system that they run with my man Andy Reid. You are an excellent quarterback in that system, and you are performing at the top of the game, so you're going to get paid big time. And then we got the labor thing. Yak put this out here, and we do a rundown each day that we have. Giants left tackle Nate uh, Solder told NBC Sports he voted yes on the proposed collective bargaining. It's a great deal for the core players. And that's against what the stars have said, stars like Watt, Rodgers, and Russell, who don't at least anyway, uh, have disapproved it. I don't know if they've officially voted against it. And I like how we're now, we're judging our worth on Twitter followers. That's that's the world of young people in which we live. Soldier said, some players have fallen victim of the thought, if we were to turn this down, we'll get something better. We might, but we might not. You have a couple of guys on Twitter who have millions of followers criticizing the deal. Others who support it might have 5,000 followers. So your Twitter followers determines your worth, apparently. Millions of followers give you a bigger voice. I mean, what's your voice to, though? To the fans? The fans going to determine whether the thing's going to be passed or not? And Soldier goes on to say, their voices are the fewer Twitter followers. Their voices aren't loud. In some ways, I'm trying to be the voice for the voiceless. Hey, I've got no problem with you speaking up. I don't know that I'd base it on Twitter. I think his point... That is well spoken and well, I take his point. 
you know, these uh, these big shot deal guys that they don't necessarily need it so they can hold out for the best deal possible because they're not going to be as impacted financially. I get that. I don't know that I'd base it on Twitter followers. Their voices aren't loud. The fewer Twitter followers, the guys, the grunt guys, the guys who are just journeymen in the league, I understand. So we'll see what happens on that, hopefully for the NFL's sake and everybody's sake. Then the games are supposed to begin. They will begin. All right, coming up, we're having Coach Dave Rose. He's going to be in studio here at the top of the hour for a couple hours. Lots to talk about with college and NBA hoop as March Badness is getting underway. Tournaments start this week in Vegas for the Mountain West. They moved theirs up a week earlier, and then, of course, for the West Coast Conference. And then next week, everybody else. And at the end of next week, uh, 12 days from now, as I said, it's Selection Sunday. Find out where the Cougars are going, see if the Aggies get in. Do the Utes make a miracle run? Probably not. And we'll have Dave Rose at the top of the hour. Coming up next, Jazz. Is it a regain of a little bit of a hot streak, or is it just beating up on dogs so it doesn't really count? We'll get to that next. Stay with us. 97.5, 1280 The Zone.